Uh, hey, what's good, everybody? What's good, homies? What's good, fellow bandits? It's your boy Zach here. Honor Thomas here. It's been a while. It's been a while. It definitely has been a while. We're the Night Shift Bandits, and we are reviewing Marvel's Moon Knight episode one. But before we hop into that, let's go ahead and hit us up, check us out at the Night Shift Bandits on all social media platforms. That's your Facebooks, your TikToks, your Mick Mocks, your OnlyFans, all that good stuff. Um, hit us. Please donate to us if you can at our GoFundMe and our Patreon. If you'd love to talk about relationships and all that other jazz, hit up perspectives discussions where we have all kinds of fun, including talking about the flat. That's still coming soon. That sounds Speaking of slaps, you wanna know what slaps sound is? What's that? Moon Knight episode one. Moon Knight episode one did slap. Like it was, it, it was amazing. Yeah. I I really like that they didn't start. And you know, obviously mm-hmm. spoilers because we're yeah. reviewing this. So it, it's, exactly. it's it started with uh, not Mark Spector. Yeah, yeah. So so, so I'll say this before I begin. Uh, book wise, I know very little of Moon Knight. Um, Same. I know that his name is Moon Knight. I know he has three personalities, maybe more. I know he's an avatar of Khonshu, who can be a douchebag or not a douchebag sometimes, depending on who's writing him, I guess. Um, yeah. I know he's supposed to be like Batman-esque. Uh, Something like Batman, but with yeah. actual superpowers? Yeah, yeah. But I think it more harkens back to like older Batman, back when he had a... Um, Alternate personality. Oh, oh, not not the not the the murder happy Batman from like the very start of Batman. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But referencing the very start of Batman, he did. I think that's where uh, Patches Malone came from, if I remember correctly. I believe so as well. Yeah, but yeah, the the Moon Knight character does seem a lot like Batman, and and everyone has made these comparisons because he's a vigilante who goes around at night. Yeah. The main differences are he knows his other personalities and he's not a billionaire. Yeah, like cool thing about Moon Knight is the fact that he's just he's another ground level hero. And maybe that's why I like this show. Because it's just ground level. Like, yeah, we're going to different places, areas. It's still ground level. Like everything that he's doing is hand to hand combat weapons that fit in his hands or that yeah. he could pick up easily um yeah. things of that nature exactly so it's just that you know you have a god who's just swinging you around and everything so it's yeah i mean if he swings you around you're probably going to end up in Indo- indonesia who knows more than likely you'll end up uh let's say let's see oh so let's get back to this episode first with uh steven grant yeah, yeah, I think you was were, uh, introduced first. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like that they introduced Stephen Grant first and told about him working at a museum and giving us a taste of the amount of knowledge that he actually has, but he's stuck in his dead end job that's not going to get him anywhere. Yeah. Uh he also makes a date. Wait, I was gonna say he had he it got him a date though. <laughs> it did get him a date, and she was cute. He was cute as hell. Yeah, but it's when his other personalities come out that ruins Steven's life. 
And that's Steven with a V. Now, to be fair, to be fair, mm-hmm. like his other personality did help him get that date because he did not remember that he even scheduled that date. So it's implied that oh. he did. That's so, true. And he decided, well, the other personality decided to go out for steak. Yes. Which, Steven's a vegan. How much of a douchebag can you be? That that was hilarious. You know your other personality is a vegan, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna take you out for a steak, lady." I'm gonna take you out for the biggest, the bloodiest steak I can find. It's gonna be the best steak in town. Yep. And what happened? No, not that. Not that at all. No, not that because, at all. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing is, he found out about the date decided to go home and get prepared for it and yeah. and he wakes up in the middle of some other country some other country like this. <laughs> yeah so not only that but the part that like made me squirm at least a little bit like damn I would hate to be in that position was the mm-hmm. fact that not only were you found in some other country you were found in the grass practically the dirt and then your jaw was just out of place I was yeah. like, oh my god, that's my that's probably like the most annoying thing on earth. That I kind of I, I have a feeling that that's what blackouts are like. Yeah. Like they're trying I, to give us the, the visual representation of uh experience in the blackout. Which they definitely do very well on this episode to very creative effects. Um extremely creative effects. Very creative like just great, right? Like cause the first blackout he really had a hint at this right they hint at like whenever he goes to sleep mm-hmm. that's when mark takes over which once you find out what the rules are or at least seemingly what the rules are it's like okay that makes sense because it was similar to um what's her name crazy jane in doom patrol someone has yes. to be at the wheel yes you know? it, it works is. just like that yeah so it's understandably so because i mean he, he sleep he's not at the wheel mark takes over does all his shit and then come back yeah. in time for our uh, cornflakes that's right. where i was there um <laughs> so i love that guy he's awesome yeah yeah yeah. Shout oh, out also, yeah go go check out comics explained and uh geek culture explained as well for the marvel shows yes 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 definitely um but you yeah know, after, so, this, after this after you finish listening to this you know yeah but yeah, of course, um, those blackouts are great and amazing. And you know, unfortunately, <sighs> okay, I'm not gonna get to that part yet because we do have to talk about a scene before steak time. Oh, okay. Which which yeah, scene yeah. do you want to talk about? That that's before that. Um, when he's in the village, when he's in another country. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah. you're talking about the entire car chase. Yes, because because we were just yeah. in the blackout. Yeah, and then yeah, that, that does happen. Yeah, that happens pretty much immediately after that. So after yeah. he wakes up, he's, he's he's okay. So this whole scene after he wakes up plays out like, holy crap, what was going on here? And I would be terrified in this situation. Exactly. Um, and before that though, shout outs to the guy who waved that mark when he got up. <laughs> yeah, 
Mark, no, not Mark, uh, Steven, when he was like, he was like, hey, and the guy was like, hi. And the guy was like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, hi. What are, you, what are you doing, Steve? Oh, guns. Sh- shooting at me. Oh, <laughs> now I need to run. Like, I, I, I've just gotten to that part because I'm just having it on in the background. And it's literally yeah. that part right now where he just wakes up and he's like, oh, there's nobody around me. All right, well, let's let's go with this. Yeah, that gave me but, a nice little chuckle, if you will. Yeah. He, he, you know, trying to be nice because he doesn't know the situation. But then they just start shooting at him. Yeah. Do you know how terrifying that would be if you just woke up when you thought that you were in London and then you're like, oh, I'm face down in the grass in some peaceful village and now some guys are shooting at me and I have this gold scarab in my pocket. What's going on? I mean, to be frank, like, he, it's nice that he just kept running. Like, just, just yes. broke. When in doubt, you, you don't stop. Yes. You also, also, I would like to point out, this man knows how to run away from gunfire. He's yes. serpentined. You don't run in a straight line. You serpentine. He, he did that shit, man. To be yeah. honest with you, though, Steven does strike me as the kind of guy who would, like, read books on that. Because he's obviously a bookworm. You see it in his Yeah, well, uh, aside from just him being a bookworm, him trying to stay awake, which leads him to learning more and more things. Because he doesn't want that other personality to come out and end up in the situation that he's in in this random village. Exactly. Because, like, and uh, we should have mentioned this before, but yeah, you see he has ways of staying awake and he has, like, the chain connected to his bed, which, to be honest, mm-hmm. all that's not really as we as we see. Um, but going back to the village real quick. Um, Actually, before, before, before the village, mm-hmm. we did forget to talk about the very opening scene. Because oh, in, in this, yeah, because in this show, it starts off with the villain first. Yeah. And his morning ritual, which is getting a glass of water, creepily fondling the glass, drinking said glass of water, smashing said empty glass, and dumping it in his shoes that he proceeds yeah. to put on and walk on all day. Yes, yes. And I was listening to uh, someone actually talk about that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, I remember them saying something about the character can't feel or they feel pain all the time or something yeah. like that or it was based upon someone something like that I probably should have rewatched that video before I brought it up but it was something about like feeling pain all the time either him or the person he's based off of feel pain all the time and thus when they step on the glass they're trying to like stop the nerves from feeling or something oh, along those it, it's kind of like how if you're in pain, you try to distract yourself by pressing that really soft point between your thumb and first finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that same thought process, but also, to me, it was like, oh, he's devout in whatever he's doing. Like, this is a part of his life. Like, you can't stop him from doing this. He's going to act. He's going to act. Exactly. And the thing is, like, when he did that, then he started walking very slowly, like a little down in the, uh, in the cane. Yeah. I looked at him like, you remind me of a cult leader. And then guess what? He was a cult leader. leader. (laughs) Yeah. And, oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. 
I was gonna say because you know all cult leaders have to follow that Jesus look, like that yep. white Jesus look, like just hair slid back, walk slowly, all in white, or all in all in like very drab dressing, because exactly. you're not trying to be showy. You're you're just trying to be clothed. Exactly, exactly. So, but that does show a lot of his devoutness, and going from that. I did want to talk about like while he's in the villa since that's where the intermission was uh yeah. when he's in the village he sees that guy harrow uh we don't know his name until later on but we see harrow uh basically walking around this village talking to people everyone is just like oh you're you're such a great dude blah 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 blah, blah. and he walks up to some dude and judges this guy and yeah. the guy is judged to be a very good person but then this old woman comes up and she's judged and it turns out that no whatever he's judging her for she doesn't make the cut yeah and what he tells them is that it's uh amit the god that he serves yeah judging their soul which yeah yeah that that's a huge thing right there that i was like i don't i don't like this god yeah like he's um uh, whenever you have a guy that's like you know what okay look look here's a scenario right here's a scenario amit goes to uh Kanshu, right he's, he's like yo Kanshu, guess what i just saw a movie Kanshu's like what movie did you see my no reader report <laughs> Perfect example. We're gonna reenact it later. So that's pretty much what this is. So whenever you have someone reenacting Minority Report or Civil War Two, if you want to bring it to that, fuck, this is gonna be <laughs> Civil War Two, isn't it? Shit. I it might actually <laughs> be Civil War Two, which I don't see as a bad thing because now they have a chance to save it. Exactly. But anywho, um, back to what I was yeah. saying. Whenever okay, you have so, a report as like situation going on where you're prejudging people, mm-hmm. that's where you got the uh ohs from. Because who's to say that the future used to is the one that's guaranteed? Exactly. Yeah, right. You don't know. Which is something that comes up later. Or who's to say that like Ahmed is killing those who are. Um, do bad in the future what if she's killing those who actually like are probably a uh we'll call her distress would be her enemy or yeah. have potential to stop her in whatever plan she's planning you know right well see the flip side of that is whoever she's getting rid of uh they could have done so much else mm-hmm. that was not just the betrayal like what if they were a follower of her all the way up until a certain point yeah and before any of that other stuff happened, you yeah. killed them off. So yeah. now you're missing out on all the benefits of that person's life yeah. just because you're like, they're gonna they're gonna uh, disobey me or betray me once later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Or, or commit oh. some oh. evil, quote unquote evil deed that's going to make them, I guess, not worthy. Like it's Milnir or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I, but obviously, I, I guess we both can agree that there's something behind that judgment, 
Absolutely. Um, other than what he's saying. You know, because right. obviously, and, yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you know something about the Egyptian uh, pantheon, or uh, as they called it in here, the Amit, mm-hmm. um, Amit kind of wasn't actually on that. She was just kind of a sub deity that helped out mm-hmm. with Judgment of Souls. So um, Amit's really not a, I, I want to say, a true god as far as the pantheon is concerned mm-hmm. but still among the deities right and i mean i kind of already figured that they were going to have liberties i mean you when it comes to mythology you can have liberties with whatever absolutely yeah i mean look at that. thor thor is supposed yeah. to be a fat redhead dude yeah they turned him into a buff blonde blue hair uh blue-eyed guy <laughs> They, they they definitely uh they definitely did so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like like we're gonna see uh mythology accurate thor in uh, god of war ragnarok oh yeah um shout out to balder <laughs> man I punched, I punched him in the face then his mom got <laughs> mad at me i mean well it's he's not tear so i can understand I think I punched him in the face too. Well, I mean, P- Tyr can take it. Yeah, he could. He but, technically immortal, except for Mistletoe. You know what? This is a good excuse to play God of War again because I can't remember if I well, punched him in the face multiple times. Definitely oh. and or Thor. That's the next game. Uh, yeah. So, okay, back to this though. So, what, yeah. where we left off was practically right before the chase scene. And this is an amazing chase scene because you know how you usually have two people in the chase yeah. scene that you switch back and forth between their perspectives? Yeah. In this chase scene, you get one perspective. And yeah. that's from Steven's perspective. Exactly. And the cool part about that is the fact that you're seeing the way I told this to someone, right? I was like, mm-hmm. go ahead, watch Moon Knight. And there's this action scene in here that you only see the aftermath of. In all aspects. Literally. And that's that's how actually, no, no, that's the best way to say it because that's that is all that you see of it is the aftermath. Like you saw the start of it, and then you didn't see like you started seeing when the action started, and then it was yeah. a blackout. And the action right. happened during that blackout period. But then you get back to the point where it's like, okay. It calmed down for a little bit. Let's assess the situation. Why is my hand covered in blood? Why do I still have this scarab that was taken out of my hand? Why are these people dead around me? Why does everyone... Oh, I have blood all over me. I I need to go. <laughs> I was just going to say, imagine, right? <laughs> One day, you're just about to get jumped by these guys. And suddenly, the next second, you just have yourself covered in blood. And the guys are dead. For one, I would be like, I am some sort of badass that <laughs> doesn't know what's going on. And well, I also have a different perspective on life than Steven does. So me in that situation, I'd be like, no, 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 something's happening. I, I gotta have like another personality or something because I didn't do this. 
I would know that I didn't do this. Something happened. And during that time, I would be trying to figure out what was going on. Like, oh, no, um, guys, it's not steak time. Exactly. It is not definitely not steak time. Not it yet, anyway. Not time. So, it technically, it's past steak time. But you don't oh, know oh. until after the scene finishes and after he goes or wakes up in his apartment. Oh, well, I was just hinting at that, but <laughs> I was going to say that all right. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. no. I, 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 I understand why you didn't want to say that outright, but um, it's yeah. a spoiler review, and we got to move yeah. on. It's the moving on part. That, so well, I was going to talk we, about how, like, I, I want to oh, elaborate on the chase. Yeah, yeah I want to say one more thing about the chase real quick. Oh, go for it, go for it. Um, shout out to uh, Steven throwing the gun. <laughs> Steven at his most gangs delicious. <laughs> this nigga. And the thing is, like, again, you're seeing this all from Steven's perspective. And mm-hmm. you only see the aftermath. So he sees people just got dead in the back of his ice cream truck. Wait, 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 okay, truck. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It was a, cu- it was a cupcake truck. And... I am with yeah, so it was a cupcake truck, and before he wakes up, this is what you see. Somebody jumps from a car behind that uh, cupcake truck onto it, comes in, knocks over a bunch of cupcakes, and Steven is smashing cupcakes in his face, and then apologizing for smashing cupcakes in his face, and then he blacks out. Exactly. Like, just, he blacks out, and again, you see the aftermath of the accident scenes, right? So there, like, so there's like he keeps flashing. You see, like, the guy with the cupcakes dead. He sees another guy pull a gun on him. Then in the next second, apparently, he's driving backwards, and like one of the cars just fall off the cliff. You know, um, yeah. And then that's when he throws the gun. Classic Steven. Ha ha ho ho. He's but, like, oh my god, the gun! And then he drops the gun like gangstalicious. Yes, as he does, and then. <laughs> You know, suddenly they bump into a truck with that had logs on it, and then in the most like brutal scene I've ever seen, ever like, in, in a in while. Disney? No, in I was in Disney. It's the most yeah, brutal scene Disney. I've ever seen in Disney. The guys come out the car. Stevens like has his hands up, or no, he's in the car himself. Guys walk out. Suddenly, all the logs just fall down onto the guys, and it just shows them getting hit by the logs. You're like, ooh. Yeah, actually, I thought you were going to talk about the car that smashed into the uh, truck before that. Oh, no, that wasn't the brutal side thing. I'm sorry. I say Final Destination 2. Oh, anything okay. that pertains to logs and trucks and cars, that takes the cake. Still. To gotcha. <laughs> okay. I've never seen it, so. Oh, oh, dude, just watch the car crash scene. If, you, if anyone of you guys have never seen Final Destination 2, you can either A, watch the whole movie, which I always encourage. Or do you just look up that car crash scene in there? That's the most brutal car crash scene you'll ever see in your life. I no one has yet to top that, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Actually, I, right. actually, fuck it. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. It's fact. <laughs> it's fact. All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> if you can prove me wrong, then prove me wrong. Please Damn. let us know in the comments. Damn, let so, us know the comments. Yeah, ahead, okay. Ahead. So, are, are, are we done with that, that whole scene? Because you should yeah. honestly watch it if you have not seen this scene. Like, just go watch 
yeah. after this go watch it, it it's but, my favorite non-action scene yeah it is i actually yes that's my favorite action non-action scene yeah. because things are happening you just don't see them yeah but but let's move on like that let's okay it. so yeah. after that he wakes up in his apartment and mm-hmm. sees that uh he has a goldfish this is something we just skipped over at the beginning because all of that was you're gonna watch the show go watch it yeah yeah, you watch the show it's small details um yeah we're we're trying to hit the big points so yeah yeah. so so essentially like from the action scene he wakes up he thinks it's you know friday right he's like okay get up do my errands blah 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 oh no my goldfish only has three things question mark goes to the goldfish lady yeah, that's her name, the goldfish lady. Um, yeah, I don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah, goldfish lady number one. Yep. And she's like, she's like, and to be honest with you, I don't know why you would ask this if you know something's wrong. Like, his goldfish only had two fins, but this goldfish only had three. Go to the goldfish lady and like, yo, something's wrong. And she's like, bro, I saw you yesterday. You got the goldfish. What's your issue? Get out of here, you fucking lunatic. And he's yeah, like, oh, okay. wait. Oh no no! Oh no no! Go ahead, go ahead, finish this because what I'm what I'm gonna say has to deal with their interaction. Yeah, and I was gonna say he also notices the time, which he's like, "Oh shit, is that the time? I thought it was in the morning. I gotta get I gotta get a date to go to." But go ahead. Yeah. So along the same lines of if you saw somebody yesterday and they come asking mm-hmm. oh some weird questions that you explained to them yesterday, are mm-hmm. you not gonna be like, "Yo, are you okay?" Because you were here and then explain the whole situation to them so they can try to understand why you're confused. In all honesty, and I just amount that to her just being a very grumpy um saleswoman. Ah, <laughs> like you just okay. hate the job. Yeah. Because I'm like, to be honest with you, I didn't even I didn't even second guess that because I'm like, okay, here comes the stereotype of the cashier is very grumpy because she hates her job, she hates where she is and like blah blah blah. It's on customer service. So and, and see that that's that's why we don't have a lot of shops that stay in business very long that are smaller because customer service just isn't the priority. Yeah, yeah, it's, but, it's, it's really not something. Yeah, and going along with that, like her talking to him, like definitely should have had her get out of that grumpy phase and just be like, "Yo, this person is not right," and probably could hint, hurt me if not you know handled well yeah. she didn't handle that well yeah she really did and, and, and didn't think about her personal safety at that point in time either exactly and so, given what you know uh steven can do when he's not his personality yeah when he's not himself yeah, when he's not himself. When he needs Wait, a Snickers. When <laughs> he needs a Snickers, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, when, when he needs a Snickers, that's when he gets really, really upset and grumpy and he's not himself. But <laughs> at that point... When he gets grumpy, he doesn't turn into the Hulk. He turns, no, into, he, he, he turns into Mark Spector. You won't like me when I'm grumpy. <laughs> That that that's just great, but all of that could have been something that helped him out. And I know it's all storyline reasons that she acted like that, but yeah. 
if you're trying to tell like a believable story i don't see that being very believable especially when came in the previous day and it's like nah you just did this like blah 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 blah. this is what you did right uh why are you here asking about the same fish again exactly exactly so but yeah like so so like you know she was rude and grumpy and whatever thing is we don't see her again yeah. right but yeah, anyway we don't see her again and then but, he goes and gets ready for steak this yeah weekend. exactly he goes ahead and gets ready for steak he ties his own tie guys he, he goes out looking like hey i'm gonna give me some punani tonight he doesn't say that but i mean he's probably thinking it he's had, like, I, that he or, thinking or whatever it. whatever the british slang equivalent is Okay. Right. Yeah. Yo, yo, give me, give me, yo, yo, Thomas, what kind of steak you want? I, I, I want, I want the, uh, the best bit. Uh, uh, all right, I'll give you a prime rib, I guess. Um, how do yeah, you want it? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Okay, we'll just make it. Um, uh, well done, then. Um, and yeah, I'll do your face. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That was basically what happened in the show. We <laughs> forgot about the most important line. What? It's steak time. Oh yeah, it's steak time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how he called her. And that's the first thing he said, hey, it's steak time. Ladies, look right, listen. And we're going on too long. We can rush up after yeah. this. But ladies, listen to me, right? Work your man, right? No, what's your crush like? Behind this hill, looking good, smell good. Come up to you and be like, it's the time. <laughs> Would that turn you on? Answer in the comments down below. Please, we, we need to know this because I kind of want to try it and see where I it goes. Do. Actually, anyone who dates men, put that Yes, anyone who dates men, let us know. We need all perspectives on this. We do, we do, we do. We do. So, Okay, so after that, he eats this leather steak, and then it goes on to him, uh, well, trying to go to work. Mm -hmm. And he exactly. runs in, into Harrow. He does. He after, does. after seeing Khonshu and just waking up randomly on a bus, when he was at the steak place or uh, the previous night. Yeah, so I just want to uh, shout out the fact that uh, the scene before he gets on the bus, because that's where he tweaks out with Kanshi, right? Where Kanshi just fucks with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout outs to that thing, because, yeah, you could tell whoever edited this was like, I love horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really done very well as a fan of horror movies. I'm just I, I would say it's either horror or psychological thriller, too. Because scenes like that do happen in psychological thrillers. Oh yeah, it does. It definitely does. Like that's so yeah. Definitely within the same scope, they are a fan of those genres and it shows in the entire show. It shows, especially when in this first episode, um in this first episode, they definitely play with that very well. Because it is a psychological mm -hmm. show. But let's move forward. Yeah, so then you know after he goes to his job and uh harrow is following him harrow meets up with him yep at his job and tries to judge him and 
well he's you know he's just talking to steven steven's like yeah uh blah blah blah, blah. he says something about avatar you know the anime and the blue people so yeah line, i laughed at <laughs> that line, i'm sorry to interrupt but that line i laughed at because I, i'm always in that exact situation with my wife yeah oh no 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 i am too like i it was perfect it was perfect oh you're talking about anime oh the uh, avatar oh the blue people oh no, no no the anime okay cool and then someone would be like it's not an anime it's a cartoon well anime means animation which all cartoons are so there <laughs> but but yeah so like we really this is this thing we really do see where uh harold like how powerful he really is um because again like one of my favorite tropes within cult leader student um mm-hmm. ooh, let me try that again so i had to first something up yeah so one of my favorite uh tropes within cult leaders is the fact that they have followers everywhere and you get a sense of that actually i'm not even gonna say this cult leader, just a, just a, of organizations in general where you see like yo snap my fingers everyone's gonna everyone in this crowd is gonna stop and point a gun at you <laughs> they literally did that in this they episode literally did in this. they literally yeah. did that so uh yeah that's a good trope and i like that trope too uh there was yeah. some some movie i was watching where uh the two people came and met and one of the people was like oh everyone around here is one of my people so you can either just chill or you can die yeah. And that person was like, everyone. And they looked around, and literally everyone had their eyes on them at that point in time. That sounds like and they were like what? that sounds like a similar scene in John Wick Two. I think it was. Yeah, it was John Wick. Not be John Wick Two. Yeah. So yeah, and everyone's just like, all right, well, this guy could uh, get jumped by all of these people, but in this mm-hmm. situation. Steven is not John Wick. He is not <laughs> the absolute opposite of John Wick. He's like he has John Wick inside him, if that counts. Yeah, that kind of counts. <laughs> but no, he this man, a John Wick, he is not. So he kind of actually like, actually like let let's go forward with that because this it kind of does go into him being his John Wick self. And and letting that out. Yeah, so I mean to go ahead and um hop on to that. Like he lucks his way out of that door. Um and then of course oh, no, no, we didn't even talk about the jackal uh chasing him. I was gonna lead into that. Actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, you're good, you're good. And then um, you know, later on that night, you know, still in the museum or whatnot, and essentially he gets taken by Jack West scouring the museum, right? Obviously for uh, for Steven. So, weird thing is, he gets chased by the jackal, has a nice little jackal chase scene, and then he chases them into the bathroom where Steven locks himself in the bathroom. Um, and then this is where we get our first interaction, or at least our first clue as to what's truly going on, because now he's interacting with Mer- through the mirror. Mm-hmm. And oh. I do love that mirror scene, because yeah. you see all of the reflections except one maybe two i think another one is like kind of like looking mm-hmm. around kind of weird but mm-hmm. uh pretty much every reflection is like the scared looking forward and then there's yep. one that's like hey 
on the opposite side like yo you gotta listen to me let me take control and he's like what and then he has a, a pretty yeah he has a pretty uh quick conversation with himself yeah, and uh, I want to say I want to say he talks himself up a big game, and then he shows that jackal what for. Exactly, and um, something I actually learned the other day. Because mm-hmm. what is the? Uh, let me see. I have it right here. Let me pull up the main guy's name. Was Oscar Isaac? Apparently, like yeah, that Oscar was his brother. Who played like I don't know I I don't know who played who but I learned that like from the Chris I listened to that his brother was kind of sort of like his double in that scene. Does he have because a twin? Brother looks, uh, I don't know if they're twins or not, but they look damn near like each other, which okay. can definitely happen. Um, yeah, but oh. yeah, I could I could see that because in that scene he did look slightly different, but the eyes were kind of shadowed, so you couldn't really see. Yeah, at least so, in, my, in my perspective. Right, yeah, but that's something I, I was going to mention later is the fact that uh, is the fact that you can tell each personality has their own, again, personality because they are their own individual people, right? Mm-hmm. So, their hair looks different, which, again, you can see in the credits if you look very close, at least that's what I noticed. Uh, but anywho... I did not notice that. Yeah, it's like one like scene in the credits where it's showing the three faces, which I have a theory about. Oh, and, uh, first oh two, you know what? Yeah, go go with that theory. Yeah, yeah. So in the first two, I know for a fact their hair is different, but I can't see the third hair because it's a little bit darkened. Right, and the but, fourth one doesn't even look like it's really there yet. Yeah, exactly. But anywho, back to the jackal thing. Um, so they they go ahead and Mark takes control, right? And then this is the first time you see his uh, trans his uh, transformation scene. He um, lifts up his yeah. uh, he lifts up his um, coin and says it's morphin time. And uh, was he has it's, a similar it's the same moon moment. Yeah, it is. The point is he has a sailor moon morphin time moment. And he turns into a Tyrannosaurus and eats the jackal. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> he turns into he turns into Moon Knight, and he goes ahead and beats up the jackal. And this scene is shot very well, and it reminded me of Daredevil a little bit because as soon as he turns into his full suit, and the jackal breaks in, it it cuts to the hallway and the camera going down the hallway slowly about to go into the bathroom right but the thing is you hear them fighting you hear them fighting and then you see a sink being thrown from the bathroom onto the hallway uh wall and then the camera shifts over and you see the jackal trying to crawl out of the bathroom and moon knight dragging him over to him put him on his back and punch him in the face three times effectively ending the jackal effectively ending the jackal he was quick concise and said we're done here yeah it it was those three those three hits was it's the end and that's it yes like literally like and i'm pretty sure they were off in the neck (laughs) oh absolutely but i do want to say 
this is the first Marvel show that has the suit in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of dope because now you get to see, like, what Moonlight, at least from the chest up, looks like, right? So for those who are not familiar with Woke, have never seen this character, here's your, essentially your first look. Technically second, but, you know, we only saw his uh, toilet paper at that point. Yeah. And also, (laughs) those, the wrappings are uh, vestiges of, for uh, Konshu. So, those are what transfers the powers on to Mark. Exactly. And then, that's essentially the end of the episode. Um, Yeah. He he turns around, you get a really good clear picture from chest up to see the moon symbol in this chest and how he's all wrapped up like a mummy and the glowing eyes which amazingly done. Yes, amazingly done. It's great. Um, And I wasn't expecting his eyes to glow. Cause I haven't really seen like, like how he would look like in the show, right? And I was like, okay, so they're not gonna keep the uh, the human eyes. Got it. Cool. We're, we're just gonna avoid that. Yeah, I I, I, I like that because it does invoke a lot more from the comic book than yeah. something real life. Exactly, and you know, it's I like it because it shows like it's magical. <laughs> Yes, that is another thing. It does show that, hey, there is some sort of power going on here. Yeah, exactly. And I, feel, and I have more faith in Marvel with keeping with the magic. I know we're going on a bit long, but we're just about done. Um, yeah. I like the fact that Marvel is committing to the magic now and not saying that, oh, it's a science that you exactly. just don't understand. Like they did with Thor 1. You know, yeah. So it's kind of cool that they committed to the magic. So I have more faith that hey, this is actual magic. Like hey, these are actual gods, or these beings that call themselves gods, and they're actually giving these um, humans powers and things of that nature. I, I, I dig that. You know. Well, if you if you've been seeing like or paying attention to the whole uh, theme, I guess of Phase Four, it's yeah. been gods and celestial beings. Yeah, like they're world building right now. Yeah, like world because you're right. It's God, celestial beings, and multiverse. Yeah, so yeah, this is all like the epilogue. I mean, a prologue slash backstory for the meat and potatoes later on down in Phase Four, where we'll probably get a lot more multiverse things, especially with uh, Doctor Strange too. And uh, we had a little taste of it with Spider Man. Yeah. The way home. Yeah. Yeah. I would, oh, I wouldn't call that a, a little taste. That was a nice, healthy, hearty taste. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a nice sampling of what was come, to come. That's but cool. I, yeah. I, I cannot wait for if they're going to do the multiverse like that, mm-hmm. bro, I cannot wait until they do Old Man Logan. We're going to get hit, Monkey. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, I want hit, Monkey. We're gonna hit monkey. He's gonna appear in Daredevil along with um, his ghost friend Brent. I think what, his name is Brent, right? Uh, it's been a I, while. I, I mean, Bryce. Yeah. Bryce. Bryce. Yeah. I have no, to think Bryce. because he he's he seriously is not needed in the story, but he's needed in the story. He is needed in the story. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay, go check out our Hit Monkey reviews. Uh, we've got those coming up, and we also have some more to do. Uh, we've got episodes one through three already up. Yeah, that's already up. We're going to do the next three episodes later because I completed the series and I need to tell you guys about it. Wow. I now you know how to felt when I, completed, when I completed the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to grab Brian from work and we're going to drag him over to the studio and we're going to do this. Got it. Got it. So, but yeah, um, real quick, my, uh, my theory in regards to the credits, because the credits are pretty cool and like pinching that stuff and like showing you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do like these credits. For one, real quick, I, li- I love the credits. Very mysterious, very nice. And I like the logo that pops up at the end, the Moon Knight logo. Oh, yeah, and that is a dope logo. It, it is. Like, it's very simple, but it looks very unique because you can tell, like, they, it's a customized font, obviously. And, yeah. like, first of the letters are cut off. And then the moon in the middle is really sexy. So I really love that logo. I kind of wish that was the actual logo for, that they would show off instead of the actual Moon Knight logo that, that we have right now. Yeah. The, the actual Moon Knight logo, it's not bad, but yeah. it should definitely have been the one that they showed at the end credits. Yeah, because that was more mysterious, right? Because he's a mysterious mm-hmm. character. You have a lot of trickery yeah, going on. Psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I do have a theory about what they're going to be doing with that part of the end credit scene. Yeah. Which is phases of the moon. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I'm thinking that this is like, oh, this is our start on the journey. So we'll probably get like, what is this supposed to be a six episode series? Yeah. So around episode three is when we'll get a full moon at the end of that. So I'm guessing episode two was a half moon. waxing and then it'll be waning uh for episode i want to say four and then a new moon on episode six just like just like walking in the smt game yeah kind of it really kind of is so but yeah that's uh moon night episode one and hold on I want to, real quick, I want to tell my theory real quick. It won't be long. Oh, go for it, go for um, it. There's a scene in the, like I mentioned before, there's a scene in the credits where it shows Isaac's face. Yeah, Oscar Isaac's face. And it's split into like three faces. And like I said, first mm-hmm. two have different hair, have different hairstyles. Third one, I can't exactly see it. Um, or I didn't notice anything in particular about that one. Right. And as we know, like Moon Knight has three personalities in the comics. You know, four. we're only seeing two of them. Well, four, but I'm talking about like originally. Because I think this season one, they're going to focus on the three. And then oh, maybe okay. a little bit more. That's my theory. Because that's okay. like well, at least the foundation of his personality or his character. Yeah. No, no, I get that. But yeah. I also do know that uh, when Kashu enters, because I've been doing some research on it just to mm-hmm. up my knowledge of it. When Kashu yeah. enters someone, uh, one of his avatars' minds, he splits it into four, which are the okay. four aspects of justice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, I heard that too, like, where Kashu takes over. And, and like I said, Kashu, it seems like whoever writes him either writes him as manipulative or as kind of a good guy. I don't know. Maybe question mark. I, I, I see that they write Kashu as the asshole with a heart of gold, who's also an 80 year old man. 
with uh, severe uh, illnesses. Like a, like a he's bird just too to die. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> but but anywho, um, but yeah. So I predict that like the, we're going to see the third personality, which I think maybe that'll happen in episode four. Because I think the next episode's actually going to be from uh, Mark's perspective. Like we're actually going to see the blanks. That's what I kind of feel too. Is like we're gonna know what who Mark is now and get introduced to the actual, uh, I guess, avatar of Kanshu, and go from there. And we're gonna find out. I think we're gonna find out a little bit more about Steven too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're definitely gonna find out more about both of them because now we have to develop some characters, build some worlds, and find out and, and get some answers. You know. Absolutely. Peace. Later. Peace.